was trying to figure out what the hell is all the hype about. So I went on my Spotify and I was listening to like some of her songs. I was like, Antihero's a little bit of a jam. Sip and Chat Cafe. Welcome to Sip and Chat Cafe, a safe space for stimulating conversations. No topic is off limits. If it matters to you, it matters to us. I'm your host, Atara G, and our producer, Motown Maurice. For information about this podcast and more, please visit MotownMaurice.com. So, Sippers, did you know that there are 12 laws of the universe? For example, the law of divine oneness, the law of relativity, the law of gender. But today we're going to be talking about the law of attraction, which some of you may be familiar with if you watch The Secret. Our guest today, Daniel, a.k.a. the spiritual Superman, knows all about The Secret. Welcome, welcome, Daniel. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited you're here because we just I just watched The Secret for the first time Friday night. Whoa, what would you think? I was embarrassed for not having watched it sooner. Mm, yeah. Um, and I admit, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this is some Illuminati thing. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not watching this, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it is. it was mind-opening and mind-blowing, and I felt like, it's 2023. Had I watched this in 2006, where could I be today? That's right. Yeah. What could I, I have avoided? And then it got me thinking about, the things that I know that I have manifest inadvertently manifested in my life. Mm. So I will get to that later. But what I want to hear from you is um, how was your what was your life like before watching The Secret? Okay, so I watched The Secret in about two, about two thousand and eight, and ten years before that, when I was seventeen. I was a point in my life when I was 17 where I thought I was going to be an athlete. That's what I wanted to do. I was really into athletics. I was I worked out daily. I was I felt really good. It was a good time in my life. And then I got hit by a car. And when I got hit by the car, uh, my life kind of stopped. And I, I went to kind of a depressed state. And I started smoking cigarettes after three months after during my recovery. Started hanging out with the wrong crowd. And my, my goals and dreams were kind of put on the back burner and I just kind of coasted through life, not having any feeling like I had any control. I ended up going to school for something I didn't want to go. I ended up going for school for computer programming when it really wasn't my interest. I was really into health, but everything was clouded by the fact that I smoked and was hanging around on people, drank a lot, didn't, didn't really feel good. My body wasn't in shape, didn't work out. And then one day I was working from home and I, I stumbled upon The Secret and I decided to watch it. And that night when I watched it, I had this kind of opening experience like, whoa, we have we have control over what's happening. It's not just happening to us. And that concept had never occurred to me before that. And I watched the whole thing and then I just started to read books from all the authors in The Secrets because I was so fascinated by them and what they were talking about. And I'd stumble on quantum physics and different types of, of things that confirmed the law of attraction. And I start to apply it in my life. And at that point, I, I came home one day after smoking a whole pack of cigarettes. And I was sitting in my driveway. I had four cigarettes left in the pack at that point. I smoked 16 cigarettes in two hours. And I was just, I just said, hold on. 
if I have control, then I can decide I'm not going to smoke anymore. So I smoked one cigarette and I really thought about while smoking, smoked all the way to the end. And I said, I have control. I'm just going to quit right now. And then I, I, there was like the addiction came back and I lit another cigarette with that same cigarette and smoked that one all the way to the end and said, okay, that's it. And I kept the pack with two cigarettes left in my car for years after that, just as a reminder. And I never smoked a cigarette again after that. And that, just that knowing that I could make that change really reaffirmed my belief in the law of attraction and the fact that I have control of my reality. It gave me back control of my reality because I felt like I was, didn't have control. It was taken from me. So right after I, I quit smoking, opportunities started to come into my life. I met a, a girl that was very different from the girls I dated previously. And her boss became my mentor. And he taught me about business. He, he taught me about you know, he was already practicing the law of attraction a lot. So we talked a lot about that. We resonated about those, those things. And then, he, you know, he pushed me to move my body again. And we started running and we did some half marathons together mm -hmm. and a couple of 10Ks. And he was just he was just so full of life. And he was like five years older than me. And I just said, wow, if he's living like this from living like this, then some, there's really something about it. So I just, you know, it just kept leading me to more and more. And it just kept growing from that experience. You know, you mentioned the loss of control. Yeah. And there's someone else I've had on the show who was in a car accident as well. Yeah. And got really depressed afterwards. Mm. And it's what I'm understanding is like when these um, big events, it may not even be a car accident, but like when these big events happen to us. Yeah. I think I'm beginning to realize like what drives us into that depression is that sense of loss of control. It is. I haven't even realized there's some things that have happened to me recently and I, and it was not even that the thing that happened, it was the loss of control, control. feeling I don't have mm. control over anything. Yeah. Cause we go through life living like everything is happening to us, mm -hmm. but Tony Robbins says everything is actually happening for us. Yeah. And when we switch our frame of mind to look at life that way, that's when things start to look yeah. better and we can heal from those experiences. So interesting. And I just think about the things that I do thinking there's things I do to make myself self feel like I have control, but I really don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you you watch you watch the secret. Right. You can have this new perspective. Your eyes are opened. And exactly. What do you you meet? I almost feel like you watch the secret. And you the. The, your new bot, your mentor, you yeah. brought him to you. I brought him to me. Him. I really wanted yeah, somebody you, to learn from yeah, you know, you directly. And brought I, the girl I, to you. Yeah. you who the relationship, brought the man who brought the, the guy. Brought and it, it all to it, you. It, it, yeah, things changed from then. Yeah. And then that's when I was, I was working at IBM at that point. Right after school, I just got a job right away at IBM. And I, I moved up the corporate ladder and I worked there for seven years until 2013. And in 2013, I was maybe two, three, like I was, I had to quit. So when I started smoking, uh, when I was smoking, I was still at IBM. I was smoking at IBM. Then my fourth year at IBM, I quit smoking, watched The Secret. And then after Watch The Secret, I also got promoted. I became a team leader at IBM just from, you know, uh, believing I could control my rally, asking for things I wanted, you know, uh, doing uh, doing better because I knew I could. It's not, I'm not just going to fail. I know I can because I believe it, you know, things with The Secret. So I just want to stop and explain. So the law of attraction, it's not just... You know, you you think something, it's going to happen. There's actual science behind it. Like the quantum physics proves it. There's something called a double slit, slit experiment. And it, it states that it shows that they did experiment and they put, they fired electrons to, through a gun at a wall. And when they were observing those electrons, they would uh, uh, 
spread on the wall that they were shooting them at in a uniform manner. And when they weren't looking, they were all scattered. So basically the idea is that everything is made of matter, right? And when you're not observing it, it's infinite possibilities. And as soon as you observe it with your thought on your, what you want, you collapse everything into that, the electrons into that, and it creates that reality. So that's kind of how... That's mind-blowing. How it works, yeah. It's mind-blowing because I'm having another epiphany right now. Yeah. At how I, we live in a world that is science-based. Yeah. But society teaches us not to believe in science. Right. It believe, teaches us to believe in something that we can't see and quantify, which is like, I'm just understanding how much that holds us back yeah. from obtaining what we want. Yeah. But it's designed that way because they need us to be in this space. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a whole other thing. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is a whole other yeah. podcast. But. Yeah. Hold on. Let's go back. So after, before I said that, we were talking about. You, you were promoted. Yeah. Oh, I was promoted. Okay. So I got promoted at IBM and things were going well in my life. They're starting to get better, but there's still something missing. I didn't feel complete. And I felt like I needed to dive into this world even more. So I went part-time at IBM and I started to work out and read books. That was when I did. I read books about law of attraction. And I got into spirituality at that point because before that I was mostly studying personal growth, which is about changing your mindset to have better life. And then when I found spirituality, it, it, spirituality and science were, are starting to merge now. And there's a movie called What the Bleep Do We Know? You ever heard of that movie? It's, I think I have heard it's of it, yeah. where they explain this, this double slit experiment and they explain how all the things that, that the religion, the spirit, spiritual stuff is being proven scientifically now that it's true. So I started to study all that and I got really into that. And then I watched a lot of food documentaries at that point too. And it was really into documentaries. So I watched all the food documentaries, fooding, forks over knives, uh, food matters. There's a whole bunch of them. And they, because during the, my process of, 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 you know, changing and growing, I, that's my health was a big one for me because I felt like I had really terrible health. I, you know, I just smoked for 10 years. I stopped working out as much. I did start working out again, which was good, but I, I still was missing, you know, I wasn't losing weight. Uh, my, my skin was, wasn't clear. I had a lot of acne, you know, I felt like my hair was dry and didn't feel good. So I started to, I read a book called clean. And in that book, he said that food can heal you. And that correlation never made sense to me before. I didn't realize that our health was related to the food we eat. I'd never really, I knew that if you're really, really bad, you're going to get high cholesterol. But the idea that all the food that we had has an effect made a lot of sense to me. And so as I continued, so at that point I became a vegetarian, I removed chicken and, and beef. And then I start to slowly experiment more, read more, watch more documentaries and clean my diet even more. And I noticed everything changed. My skin cleared up, my energy levels were higher. Before I felt like I'm foggy, every day was foggy, but I felt a lot more clear. So at this point I was feeling really good. And I was going to this job where I was working like 16 hours mm. and not getting the recognition or the opportunities to do the things that I love to do. I, I was a different person. I completely changed into a new person at this point from, but I think this, this different person was the person I was meant to be. And since mm -hmm. discovering the law of attraction, the secret, it put me back on the path of who I was, what I was supposed to be, you know, realizing that I have control so that I can tap into that intuition that leads me mm -hmm. to, that leads everybody to where they, where they're supposed to be. It's like a hero's journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, uh, I decided I'm going to quit IBM. I'm going to do something completely different. I had no plan, but I had belief in, 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 in you know, 
The courage that yeah, it takes. The courage that it takes. But learning about the law of attraction and the secret made me believe that I could manifest something that I really wanted. So I quit my job and I said, okay, I'm going to move out of Canada because I was living in Canada. I was born in Montreal and I moved to Toronto when I was 15 and I lived there until I was 32. And then when I was 32, I decided, okay, I'm going to leave Canada and I'm going to go somewhere else to change, completely change my mindset. Move away from my family, my friends, because I stopped hanging out with my friends who all smoked, stopped hanging out with my friends who all drank. I was kind of alone, you know, then I was meeting new people, my mentor, but still, you know, it was, my, I had two separate, two lives. They were trying to, you know, so I had to separate them. With your family, with you going through this change, yeah. did that impact your relationship with your family? It did. At first it really did. Yeah. They, they thought I was a completely different person. They didn't like who I'd become, but I wasn't mean or rude or anything. I was just a different person mm. and I wasn't doing the things that they wanted to do, you know, going out to eat the way they wanted or you know, think the way they wanted to do the schooling they wanted, you know, take the job they wanted. When I sold my home, they weren't happy about that. So I was trying to do things differently and that what they, they, they didn't accept that at first. Yeah, uh, was hard. That takes a lot of courage too. That to too, be yeah. your own person. Yeah. Knowing that it's going to disrupt these close relationships. That was the hardest part. When I, yeah. when I had to tell my parents that I was moving, so I was going to say next is I, I found a job and I moved out of Canada. When I told my parents, that was the hardest part of it. The whole journey was just telling my parents mm. that I'm leaving Canada to move to Malaysia to work for Mind Valley. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I decided I'm going to leave. And I thought, let me just try to find a role, any role somewhere else. So I found a, a course where you can teach English abroad. I thought that'd be cool. So I could give back and I could experience the world differently, you know, be on my mm. own. And then, but it wasn't the right thing because like after a week after I, I found a job in Thailand to go teach English, I stumbed upon a video by Vision, who is the, Vision Lakhani is the founder of Mind Valley. And Mind Valley is this huge transformational education company where they work with all, they worked with a lot of authors in the secret. Like Lisa Nichols, I, I actually met her there. That yeah. was the one name I wrote down. Yeah. There's something about her yeah, that she's just amazing. pulled me in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just want to like sit next to her and put yeah. my head in her lap. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did this uh, uh, tunnel. I forgot the name of it, but you go through a tunnel and everybody around you is, is saying nice words to you as you go through oh the tunnel. And at the end, you hug like Lisa or somebody part of her team. And it's amazing. Like, yeah. So she we does some do amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she does some amazing stuff. So I stumbled upon the, the video by Vision. He talked about how happiness is new productivity. And that's when I thought about happiness a lot. I said, I need to make myself happy because he says happiness is new productivity. So I can be a better person, a better businessman, a better everything, a better husband, a better partner, a better friend if I'm happier because I can spread love better and, and show love better and not react to anger as much. All It made sense to me with that video. And then I applied to the company and I said, with, the, with you know, with what I've learned, I believe I'm going to get hired. I knew I was getting hired. Four interviews later, you know, it's a whole process. And I had to make a video cover letter interview explaining, you know, I talked about how I watched The Secret and I changed my life. And they and I inspired them and they, they hired me. So I, I, and they, don't, they don't hire everybody. It's like they hire people from all around the world and they, they want like really amazing people who are full of energy. And that's why I portrayed in the video from changing. I yeah. love that you, you said you believed you were going to get hired yeah. because I think about how I've interviewed for positions. Yeah. It's always, I hope I get this job. Right. I hope I get this job. It's right. never, I believe I'm going to get hired. Right. It was like that for me in the past too, yeah. all, all the time. But that for that one, I said, I believe it. Because I was like, after everything I read and studied, I, I, yeah. I had some internal belief that I It's I hard to believe. It's very it's hard. It's so hard yeah. to believe. Yeah. 
We're like programmed yeah, not to we're believe. To, we're programmed to see it after, to believe it after, after we, see we see it, it, not to see it before we believe yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, It's so interesting because they want us to believe in religion, right. which we can't see. Right. Right. <laughs> Beforehand. Right. But then, you know, it's just yeah. this world is just, yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's against us. <laughs> yeah, it ways. is. <laughs> yeah. But there's, you know, there's ways like the secret and there's people doing a lot of things that are trying to help us get out of it. And I think with the, with the onspan of the internet and how information is able to get to more people, it's, it's, it's allowing us to yeah. need people like us to watch the secret or under right read books that we couldn't before, because we'd have to go to the library and we wouldn't be interested if we just stumble upon it now mm-hmm. on the internet because we're like guided to it somehow. I feel like it's, it's a lot and easier. And our phones are listening. And our phones so, are listening. So if you're out somewhere yeah. and someone says the secret, yeah. it's going to pop up. It pops up, up on your search engine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in that respect, I'm yeah. glad my phone listens. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I decided to sell all my possessions, move to Asia, and I worked for Mind Valley for a year and a half there. And it was amazing. I mean, I was around amazing people. I got to experience the felt like the college years being with friends who weren't just smoking and drinking and just hanging out doing nothing to people who are like inspired and passionate and full of life and want to go on adventures and hikes and nature and all that fun stuff and i got to experience that so it's like i got a second chance at the life that i really wanted yeah Yeah. you got back on track i got back on track back back on your path back on my path Yeah. yeah so yeah so i stayed there for a year and a half and after a year and a half i said i need to go deeper into myself i really want to go deep so I decided to move to Thailand. There's this island in Thailand called Koh Phangan where they they have like vegan restaurants and meditation retreats all along the coast. And the other side of the island is all partying. So it's like a yin yang island. And it's, it has a lot of powerful energy there. So people go there and just want to heal. So I went there, I stayed on a little house on the beach and I spent six months there just meditating. And I would that's when I started teaching meditation to other people, things I learned in Mind Valley. We'd take people on an excursion to the beach or and we'd listen to meditation or we'd do a meditation in nature. And it was just it was very rewarding and powerful. And I felt really good from all that. So that sounds good. Yeah, it was good. I stayed there for six months, moved to Bali, lived there also at the also place in Bali, in the center of Bali called Ubud which is very similar to that. A lot of spiritual yoga retreats. And so it's very, you know, healing. And so, yeah, I stayed there. And then I came back to Canada and I was a new person. But when I came back to Canada, one thing that I didn't notice was that where, where I was, everything was, was flowed so nicely. But you come back here, there's so much going on. The noise was just too much for me when I first got here. It was a shock to my system of how much noise and, and you know, and, and everything that happens, there's so much going on, noise you know, it's news, it, like yeah. everything. It's just compared to living, they don't mm-hmm. watch TV over there. It's very simple, you know, so I really didn't notice that. But I had, everything I, I took there, I brought it to this kind of life. So I tried to bring balance to an unbalanced, you know, world in North America and balance my life that way because of I learned that. I built those habits of balance and I'm trying to incorporate it to so my life. So that's how now. you maintain, is that how you yeah. maintain your transformation? Right. Because I can imagine... Everything there is set up for you yeah, to live that way live harmoniously. That way. Exactly. But then when you come back here, yeah. it's very everything is set up here for us to not be harmonious, to it. keep us distracted, That's to exactly keep it. us from realizing the truth, from seeing with just our two eyes. Exactly. How, what is it that you do on a day-to-day basis? to make sure you don't lose that focus. Great, that's that's great. So I learned a lot of things over the years. I think number one, uh, well, there's maybe top three things. I think diet is a huge one. 
uh, the way you eat is the way you feel. I totally believe that. And what, how you eat determines the level of energy you have, how clear you are, all that stuff. So diet, definitely. Um, exercise. I think exercise, maybe even before diet, I would put, because just learning to move my body in the morning every day, even if it's just a walk, that starts the brain up and that I feel like that's the biggest habit that I've, I've tried to do. No matter what it is, if I go to pickleball, if I go play pickleball, if I go to the gym, as I go to hot yoga, I just, there's, there's something about the endorphins that are released and all that, that I think makes a day better than not when you don't work out. It just makes a day better. I would agree. Yeah. My dog who's 16 now, who can, doesn't walk right as much as she used to. Yeah. When she's a border collie. Right. So I'd have to get up. I'd have to give her a 45 minute walk. Mm. Otherwise she would be bouncing off the walls when I right. got home. So we would get, I'd get up early and we would go for a 45 minute walk. Right. Um, probably sometimes a little bit more because we go 30 minutes out and 30 minutes back. And I did not realize until actually recently the benefit of that for me. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't been doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. For probably. Maybe two years now. Yeah. Maybe a little longer. Yeah. So there's something about getting out in the nature. And you know, so other things I do would be uh, I ground my feet in, in the grass oh, whenever I, I can. Yes. I think that's that's really great. And, you know, I could do that easily when I was living on the beach. But here you have to, like, actually make the time for it. I think being in the sun in the morning and and, and when it's rising is, mm -hmm. like, really good because, you know, there's a lot of energy that comes. Like the dawn? The yeah, the dawn right, the sun. dawn, yeah, okay. is really good because it, it actually opens up your uh, – stops the melatonin and releases, like, the serotonin and stuff to help you go through the day because it tells you the day starting. So Is that, particular, that. The, particularly that morning sun? Yeah, but I mean any sun, but mm -hmm. more so if you do it in the morning earlier than oh, if you do it in the yeah, morning, yeah. Uh, well, other things I I try to meditate daily, and that could be ten minutes, twenty minutes, depending on the day. But as long as there's a time when I can like allow my thoughts to just keep going, keep going, keep going until they stop. So that's the meditation I do now. I used to do the like, guided ones where I would listen to words and they would it would get me there to that point. Now I allow my mind to do it on its own where it just, it just, it's just going and going, going throughout the day. And then eventually it just slows down. And that's when I've reached that meditation. That's and that's impressive. when it starts. Yeah. I cannot meditate for the life of me. Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. 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 I, I listen to ASMR. I think right. the only time that, that I can get into the zone, like sometimes when I'm going, so when I go to bed, I'll listen to ASMR. Right. And then, I think maybe I've reached that point right. with that, but I don't realize it because I realize all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, did my ASMR stop? Yeah. And no, it's still on. It's just that the thoughts in my brain, maybe they stopped. Yeah. Actually, I think I have started to do that yeah. in this last two months where there's literally nothing in my brain. I'm not asleep yet. I'm still no. awake, but there's nothing in the brain because yeah. that's the hardest time for me to go to sleep because my thoughts are just exactly. like zoom, yeah. zoom, zoom. Yeah. Because our brain goes from beta state, which is the vibration our, our brain is, is you know, the frequency of our brain. And then from beta, it goes to alpha. And alpha is like the, you're still awake, but you're present. So, and then eventually it goes to theta. And in that theta state, that's where we're before sleep. That's when the healing happens. And that's when your subconscious is the most susceptible. So if you tell yourself something when you're about, you know, like, if you say an affirmation, for example, or anything, so affirmations is another thing I use. So I would say affirmations right in that state, right before I'm falling asleep, and that state right when I'm waking up and going into the waking state. Because right in those two, the theta state is where you can you can actually talk to the subconscious. 
And if you say an affirmation during that time, the, the conscious mind is not in the way to say, no, 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 you are not happy. You're sad. Yeah, the conscious mind. Right. Man. The conscious mind get in the way. But in that state, so that's one of the, I think, one of the most powerful times to meditate and most effective and most bang for your buck in a way. The conscious mind is like sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. It's not your friend. It's not. No. The ASMR I listen to, she's an artist and she's always like, no one needs anything from you right now. You are loved. She's like always saying that kind of stuff. Right. And so I think this is totally connecting. What you're saying to me is yeah. like just making me think, realize how just important what kind of ASMR or whatever you're listening to to go to sleep. Right. Like you don't want to be listening to hard rock when you're right. going to sleep. Yeah. Like you want to uh, exactly. be listening to because you're you're exposing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And that goes in. Yeah. It yeah. goes in the subconscious. Uh, it reminds me of an experience. So I do affirmation. So actually, I uh, living in California right now, I had it on my affirmation when I was living in Asia. I'm living in California. And five years later, I, I was I, I was able to move there. I moved here. Three years later, sorry, I was able to move here after I did that. But I would say those affirmations during sleep. So affirmations are powerful because this is how I do them. I say, I am uh, happy. And then, so you say in the present tense. Mm -hmm. If you say in the future sense, it's like you're telling your subconscious you're going to be there one day. You're not going to be happy now. So you have to say in the present tense, not the past tense, not the future, present. So I am happy. I am better at my job. I am a better athlete. I am really good at pickball. I am, you know. <laughs> oh, let's say all that. Let's say that one together. Yeah, let's right? do it. I, I am, am really good, good at pickleball. Pickleball <laughs> so, anonymous. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's a, a cool thing, an experiment that they, they showed to prove that if you do affirmations for 30 days straight, they'll go in. It was, I think it was in The Secret. I could be wrong. So they on they took astronauts and astronauts, they gave them those concave glasses and concave glasses. What they do is they flip the image around just to be able to be upside down in space. Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to wear them for a long time. So if I'm looking at you, you're upside down in the glasses. Okay. So they, the, the astronauts, they wore them for 30 days straight. Didn't take them off once. And after 30 days, their mind flipped the image around. So even though they were wearing those glasses, they could see you straight. So the brain literally adapted to the new that belief. That's so dope. Yeah. I, we have this immense power it's true and it like i own this immense power and i'm not even using exactly a fraction of it exactly like that just blew my mind i'm like yeah. whoa wow and if they took the glasses off even for just a minute during that time they would not see the image it would flip they'd had to do it for 30 days straight so you have to believe it for a certain amount of time without not doing it not believing it and uh, the idea is it'll come true whatever it is you're trying to manifest so when i was reading or the affirm, intro yeah it doesn't say for more information. Right. It says for information. Mm. But when I look there, I see for more. Mm. I literally see the word mm. more. <laughs> yeah. And when I did it again, I have to tell myself, skip the word more. <laughs> it's not even on the paper, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those, those are other things I do. So what else do I do? Uh I think nature is a big one. I'm trying to get into nature, you know, hikes, water is really good. If I can get into water, those are really good. Uh, but on a day-to-day -day basis, those would be tools, yoga I do, which I'll talk about. Yeah. When you say get into water. Um, you have bath. A, a bath. bath would be good. If you get into I take a lot bath. of showers. Showers are good like too. Like if I'm feeling... Yeah some kind of way i'll yeah. just go take and because it's an element if you can it's yeah, like washing like you know it wash it away it's cleansing, yeah 
2018, I took a trip to Greece. Yeah. And there's something amazing about the Aegean Sea. Mm. I just love just, I don't know. I felt so whole being yeah. in the Aegean Sea. Yeah. Like I felt like, I felt like all the pieces that everything, I had found myself, like all of it. And I was one piece. Right. I don't know how to articulate it to yeah. that people can understand like really how I felt. Yeah. But uh, while I was there, this guy, this older man, I was getting out of the water and he's like screaming, goddess of the sea, goddess of the sea. <laughs> and we're looking around like, who is he pointing at? And he points at me, goddess of the sea. And so like, that's my persona now, mm, goddess of the sea, see. because I remember just, at the, I was sitting in the, I was in the Aegean Sea and started to walk out. And I remember thinking like, oh man, I just feel so great and so wonderful. Mm. And then he started screaming that at me. Mm. So that's what I took home with myself right. to kind of remember being in that mm. space. That's beautiful. Yeah. So water is truly, yeah. yeah. And I, I, the grounding thing too, I, yeah. I love going out front here and putting yeah. my feet in yeah. the grass. Yeah. Even though the dogs are probably peed right. there, but yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I also try to sun gaze. That's a little harder in the city, but when I was in Asia, I would sun gaze at the sun every morning and night because it's like you just stare at the sun right when it's setting and rising. That's it's okay look for your eyes. Look directly at you it. Look directly at it. Okay. But you, you look and then you look away for a little bit. You look. But during that time, only during that time is when like it goes in. And the idea is it's supposed to charge you up and give you nutrients and you just feel good after you do it. So that's another habit that I try to incorporate whenever I can. Sun gazing. Yeah. That reminds me of another gentleman we had on the show who said he healed his eyesight. Mm. Well, he the show was about tennis, mm. the tennis and pickleball feud. Mm. But he was saying by playing tennis, you know, being exposed to the sun more, it healed his eyesight. I can see that, yeah. 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 I used to wear glasses too, and as I got healthier, they got oh, better. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so inspirational. Mm. I'm, I'm going to have to pick up some of this. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, I'm so inspired by this conversation. It's really giving me um, the inspiration to make the changes I know I've needed to make. Amazing. Actually sitting across from someone who's actually done it and seeing the benefits of it. We're going to take a quick break now, but when we come cool. back, we're going to get into more of what you're doing to maintain your lifestyle. Sounds good. Love it. All right. All right. What people don't realize is that our ancestors were revolutionaries. So if you have Haitian blood running through your veins, you too have the DNA of revolutionaries. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be streaming. You just heard a snippet of the six-part docuseries, Audacity of Host, which explores the Haitian-American experience of Motown Maurice. You don't want to miss it. Audacity of Host is streaming now on Tubi. For more information, visit MotownMaurice.com. And we're back with our spiritual Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel, you mentioned while you were living in Asia, you had started doing life coaching and you were taking people on meditation journeys like hiking and being outdoors. Right. And that you've brought those things back here with you to practice in the United States right. or North America. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So when I was living in Thailand, I had a vision one day that um, 
I was going to move to California and start a retreat center. That's the idea that, that it just came to me. And, and in between that time, that was 2015. And in 2018, I moved here. So uh, I came back, I went back to Canada and I said, all right, well, whenever the, the opportunity comes, just at that point, I just believed that it's going to come. So I ended up spending two years in Canada and I was managing a health food store at that time. And then the health food store was about to close down. And I started to feel like this was the time, like it was the summer that was ending. And right at that time, I felt, okay, I'm, I think I'm going to be going to California. I just had this feeling. And then I met my wife online on the meetup app randomly. And it, our stories were beautiful. We actually made a video about it and anybody could watch it. But we made a video about how we met. It was really magical how we met and how we came together. And she invited me to come visit her three weeks into when we started talking. The whole other story behind that. And the timing was just perfect for her and me and it just worked out and I came here and we both want to do these things together she also is into the stuff and we wanted to start retreats together and that that stuff so I moved here and then that's what I was that's that's we came together and we just started to plan and then we eventually moved to LA two years we, we lived in Victorville for two years mm -hmm. and then we moved to LA three two years ago three years ago and now we've been here for three years and now after pandemic's over and everything we're starting starting to do our retreats and and you know hosting things to i was gonna say so you guys got here right before the pandemic started we did we yeah, yeah. we moved to la right before pandemic started and yeah so we couldn't really do anything and meet anybody or do any of the things we wanted to do during the pandemic so we just had to believe in you know mm -hmm. in what we know and just keep studying keep growing ourselves so we were doing some of the things that I learned in Asia together. Like we would do uh, breath work, which is uh, there's this thing called breath work where you take uh, two deep breaths. In, you take inhale twice and you exhale once. And you do that for you know a good 40 minutes. You go. And that is supposed to induce like a psychedelic, really crazy experience where you connect to your higher self and you get all kinds of downloads and it's healing is very opening. People cry and have crazy experiences. So we've practiced a lot of that, doing that together. So we spent a lot of time doing things like that. There's ecstatic dance, which is something where you just move your body and you listen to music. Um, what else? Reiki, which is what I'll talk about. I've heard a lot about the Reiki. Yeah. And people have shared their experiences with me, but what is, can you kind of tell me what happens from start to finish? Okay, so I, I I got certified in Reiki, but I only did level one. My wife's a level two. So we what Reiki does is it takes you channel the energy from source, from whatever, that is all just energy. because You as a practitioner. As a practitioner, you channel that and you give that to the person you're, you're, you're healing. And that allows you basically you're a channel. Okay. You become like a cord. You're like a channel for them to heal through you. Because if they can't access that themselves yet, because it takes practice to be able to access that, if they can't yet, then you know a practitioner can help you do that. And we touch people in certain areas; it gives energy in that area, okay, which promotes so the you healing. Do, there is a hands-on. It's a hands-on. Yeah, a hands -on. yeah. Okay. Because we store a lot of our trauma in our body as energy. So mm -hmm. when I was doing a lot of my work, deep spiritual work, when I was in Asia, I would there would be points where I'd be going through my childhood or things in my life and i would feel a pain in my body associated to it when you're really deep you can feel where the pain is stored so I, I, you know so the reiki allows that to move so so you but you know i did it to myself like i was just like okay i'm gonna heal this and then the energy of that feeling of that experience i found healing and was able to see in a different light 
and that the pain would go away. So, and then you'd feel lighter. So every, all the energy is stored in our body that, that way, which is yeah. was interesting. So that's why Reiki is, Reiki is so cool because it allows that stuff it to open and yeah, moves it around. Yeah. 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 Moves yeah. it out. Moves it out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you did that to yourself. Yeah. I did it to myself. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of this stuff to myself. I just, I don't know. I was just so fascinated by all of it that I studied it and read it and I would just practice on myself. So, you know, I, I just got really good at doing it, but to myself. And I think, you know, now I'm at a point where I'm ready. I've read all the books. I've changed the way I think I see the world differently and I'm ready to help others. Help so that's others. where I'm, yeah. I'm at in my journey now where I've started to do a lot more life coaching, Reiki healing. We, uh, I do, uh, an event called an Osho Kundalini meditation event with a sound bath and a Reiki healing session. So what the Osho Kundalini meditation is, it's this famous, Osho is a famous uh, spiritual guru and he created this, I mean, we're not affiliated with it or anything, but we just we just took it because it's really cool and people do it all around the world. Mm -hmm. So the meditation consists of four parts. So the first part is you're shaking for 15 minutes to music. It's like it, it makes you want to shake the music and you're shaking your body for 15 minutes straight. After the 15 minutes, you're dancing for 15 minutes the same some beautiful music and then you're sitting for 15 minutes and then you're laying for 15 minutes so in our in our events we extend the laying part to 30 minutes and i do a sound bath with crystal bowls they're tuned to the chakras and you know i, I, I tailored them to the chakras and i go through a sequence with the chakras to mm -hmm. promote healing and jamie goes around and does reiki healing on everybody while that's happening oh my god this sounds Motown, we have to go. Yeah, you got to try one thing. It's really, yeah. everybody just feels like relaxed yeah. after almost that sleeping state where you just feel really relaxed and the sound bowls are just really powerful. Yeah. yeah. The only, like I've been to a sound bath before. Yeah. What I felt like I, I, I was really nervous about leaving that environment, right. going out into the world and coming back. Like I really wanted to just get back to my house right. as quickly as possible. Right. Because I didn't want to be contaminated by like yeah. the world. Yeah. While yeah. I was transporting yeah. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so we uh we're doing that and just doing more hikes with people i take people on nature hikes and we hike up and i have this playlist so what I, what helped me a lot was motivational talks on youtube and there's a lot of videos where they put motivational talks with music so all of the motivational speakers all the people in the, they have like nisa nichols or anybody mm -hmm. in seek or anybody inspiring they put them all together in a clip with music in the background and when you listen to that, you just you start to, it's like listening to an audiobook, but in a different way. Is it a certain kind of music? It's just like inspirational music. In, okay. Like orchestra type inspirational okay. music they usually play in the background of people giving speeches. And that stuff, when I go people for people on hikes, we listen to that, a playlist of that all the way up. And by the time you get to the top, you're having all these insights and you're very open and you're like, whoa, you're seeing the world differently because they're giving you this amazing, their best stuff. They take people take the clips of their best stuff mm -hmm. and they put it together in like one video, one 10 minute video or five minute video. And you get to hear the best insights, the best nuggets. That's what I need life. to be listening yeah. to. It's really <laughs> powerful. Night. That stuff yeah. really changed me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost like you can use these things to change your inner dialogue. Because mm. one of the things I learned, well, how I help myself was to actually that's not true a ther i went i started going to therapy and she told me 
to write down my the thoughts I was saying to myself right. and then bring them back to her. Okay. And I did that. Of course, they were horrible things. Mm. And then she started working on me with changing mm, my inner dialogue. Yeah. And I found that really helpful. It got to the point where my inner dialogue just changed. Mm. Instead of, you know, I remember one time I was getting ready for work in the morning and I walked by the mirror and I saw myself, you know, naked, of course. And the first thought I had was, I literally said this to myself, oh, you're so fat and ugly. Mm. And at this time, I had already been practicing changing my dialogue. So I made myself go back to the mirror, yeah. tell myself that wasn't true, and say nice things about myself instead. Right. And then I would do that, do that, do that. And then it finally just got to the point where I stopped saying those bad, horrible things about myself. Right. Now, do I do it sometimes still? Yes, but, but because I meet a low point you're, sure. You get vulnerable, right? Oh, yeah. You do it, but at least, at least I hear it now. I hear myself yes. saying that to yes. myself, and I can negate it. Whereas before, yes. I didn't even know I was saying that to myself. Absolutely, yeah. And it's such a difference when you can hear what mm. you're saying, yes, and you have the power, right. the control to change right. it. Yeah, the first step is being able to observe it and see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that you was make really the until you do that. one yeah. of the most powerful things for me yeah. is hearing myself right I, you know and understanding yeah my own mind mm. is my own worst enemy exactly yeah yeah we need to know that if we don't know that you're, you're not going to make it yeah it's like yeah. why is this happening to yeah. me why do i feel this way because you're telling this you're, exactly you're telling you're affirming this you're affirming, stuff yeah. to yourself yeah. all day yeah. yeah it's amazing when you start to look at that because you realize how much you're influencing your reality mm -hmm. based on what you're thinking because they say the first seven years of our life from one to seven the rest of our life is based on those seven years. So what we learned in those seven years is, is how we're going to behave yeah. outside on the rest of our life. So if we didn't like those or if it wasn't good, then we have to change it to be to be good so that we can have better thoughts. That's like when you, parents need to know that. Yeah, parents, need parents to know that. really Absolutely. need to know that yeah. because yeah. I think, oh, they're just little kids. They don't understand. Yeah. No, they do. you're That's understanding the, the most at that time. It's the most important time. Yeah. 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 To feed them with the right stuff, yeah. the right knowledge. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So hot yoga. Yeah. Hot yoga. I started doing yoga while I was in Asia a little bit, but never hot yoga. And I think I did one hot yoga class when I lived in Canada, but I'm like, well, this is kind of cool, but I never really got into it. But when I start to get more spiritual and more into yoga, I would start to feel like yoga was a good time to meditate throughout my day where I would have no access to cell phone uh, and, and there's not even any cell phones around you. So you're not even, uh, the EMF frequencies aren't even around. You're just clear and moving your body while you're having a meditation is very powerful. So as you're moving, like thoughts are moving. So, and you're moving in a slow stationary position and that allows energy within you to flow. Cause we all, we all have like this energy field around us mm -hmm. and that's what tai chi and all those you know when they're trying to move around energy that's what kind of yoga does it moves the energy around and when you do it in the heat uh there's an extra step you when you detox you know you sweat out all the toxins that we're taking from the air from our food all that stuff gets gets to come out and your muscles are hot and they're warm and they're able to stretch and expand more and you you don't feel if you're trying to go over a deep pose or a deeper stretch less likely for injury you know, more, more likely to increase flexibility. So uh, I've been doing it consistently almost every day for the past two years. And really now that I'm really good at it, I notice one, my core is so, core is so important 
because core allows you to want be better at sports. Like if you're core strong, you can move better. And if you're core strong, you feel like you have a better posture. Everything comes from the core. So yoga is a lot of core. So that really helped me um, get more flexibility and stronger in my core. And that's improved my athletic skills. It's also improved my recovery time. You know, if, I, if I'm feeling sore and I do a high yoga class, you know, the muscles get to stretch and they're not as sore because if we are not stretching, then those muscles are going to stay tight and that's likely when you're getting injured. But if you're, then you're flexible, you're more flexible and you're less likely to get injured because there's more fluidity in your body. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I was telling you earlier, um, I was doing yoga, but right. I had stopped doing it because right. it was so, holding those poses were so hard on my mm, knees. Yeah. And then I went to a yoga class. I did a hot yoga hot class. Yoga. And I was like, it's the same poses. Right. But it just felt so much easier. And it was definitely it's because a lot of the heat. the heat. Yeah. 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 And I like the sweating. Yeah. The sweating feels good. Yeah. 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 It really, it, it's almost like it, it's a spiritual thing. Like for me, when I'm in there, there there's no better thoughts than I'm having throughout my day than I'm when, when I'm in hot yeah. yoga and I'm in deep in a pose. And, you know, it's you like I feel like I'm connected. Yeah. I feel accomplished yeah. and I feel connected and I feel. Like I'm really thinking about my life in the right way, and you know, so. I can really feel my body. Yeah. When I went when I was doing hot yoga, yeah. I could really like feel puts you more in every your body. joint, like everything. I could feel every exactly. point of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it really puts you in your body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to get back to that. I'm gonna have a whole after this podcast. I'm gonna have a whole list of things. <laughs> things to do. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that I'm really that I learned that you're interested in. Breatharianism. Breatharianism, yes. Breatharianism. Right. So breatharianism, what it is, is uh, the idea is that you go on little to no food, right? And you're getting your energy from the air and water. That's where you're getting energy from and the sun. So the idea is we're all energy, right? We're all made of energy and plants get their energy from the sun and they grow and they give us our food. So that energy, we don't need the food. We can just go directly to the sun and the air and get that energy in us that gives us all the nutrients we need. But it's not something that can be done by any normal person because your mind will tell you it's not possible and you'll starve to death. So there are literally retreats that you can go to that show you, that take you through a whole process like 40 days or 21 days to become a breatharian. So you learn through your thoughts that you, you can live off the air and sun, and then that reconditions your body to believe it, and then you actually go in balance with everything and you can do it. So again, it sounds like, you know what this makes me think of? The revolution will not be televised. You know why? Because the change, the revolution starts in your mind. It starts in your mind. First. It does. So with again, your mind has to believe it yes. in order for your body to conceive. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with going back to that double slit experiment. If you're observing the molecules and atoms in a certain way, so you're believing I can go without food, then you're observing it. And that's what the world is collapsing to. Yeah. You know, that's what the molecules are collapsing to. And then it happens, but it's a mind shift. So, so I say that because it's just, I'm very fascinated by it. I like the idea of, you know, being able to survive off just because I love the sun. I love the air. I think it's, it'd be cool to be able to do that. There are some people that do it. I don't think I could do it right now in the state that I'm living now and where I live and how I live. I think you need to be able to, to do breathing exercises. You need to be close to nature a lot to be, to be able to accomplish this. But right now I eat very clean. So over the years I've refined my diet even more and more 
to the point where I'm heading towards breatharianism because I only eat this. I eat the same things every day. I don't eat. Uh, I don't eat salt. I don't eat sugar. I don't eat gluten. I don't eat oils. I don't eat anything processed. Nothing in a bag or in a packaging. And I only eat very simply a two meals intermittent fast from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. I eat a meal at 12 and I eat a meal at six, and then I usually don't eat in between. The only snack I make is flax bread. I usually make some flax in my dehydrator. I'm a raw vegan now. So I eat predominantly raw, which means food is not cooked over 118 degrees, therefore maintaining its nutritional value. That's the idea of raw. Oh, so food. So if you were going to have broccoli, you don't you cook. Could, you, you, could, you could heat it up to 118, but and that's, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. So there's, uh, so me, my, I mean, I think everybody, has their own diet that's specific and good for them. What I've discovered over the years is that I, the way I, my body wants to be is the way I'm eating now, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I think everybody has that, whatever your body wants. If we can really tune into that and listen to that part of us, it'll tell you that you shouldn't eat this and you should eat more of this and you should eat this way and not this way, or you should do this exercise, not this exercise. It comes when you get into that flow state and you're connected mm-hmm. to when you listen when you're able to listen when to you're yourself. able to listen to yourself yeah. yeah 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 because the idea is all the answers are out there in this informational knowledge like the air between us contains information everything mm-hmm. has and that information is all the information of the world including yours and what you are supposed to do and what you need for yourself so if you can tap into that by you know getting cleaner getting uh, you know, more connected and, and doing meditation, anything that will get playing a sport, whatever it is that gets you to that flow state, then you can figure out what you need to do for your own own health. To anything that better. focuses you. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can figure out what you need for yourself. So I eat this way and I don't think breath and areas is for everybody. I may not even be for me. I just, I'm, something is telling me to eat this way for a better for a better health and, and fitness for myself. Mm-hmm. And so far it's working. As I've been removing all the toxic foods, I'm feeling better. I do better at yoga, better in sports, better in my mind, better in my thoughts, less mood. Uh, I try to ma- maintain a blood sugar level that's that's you know balanced. So I don't eat a lot of fruit or any sugars. But I will for, as long as it's organic. I eat all organic. Yeah, no oils, no Well, oil. I know you eat seven ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Can we like let's I want to understand why these why seven. these seven okay yeah. and again I'll re- reference back to the fact that they may not be for everyone yes. but they are for me but there are some okay. nutritional reasons why I chose so these I'll, seven. I'll phrase that yeah why your body what? Yeah. needs these seven ingredients okay. so uh, I eat peas and peas uh, lately they a lot of vegan proteins are being made with pea protein because peas are very high in protein uh, one sixteen ounce bag is like thirty grams of protein it's very high so and they're easy to digest. There are, and they're low in the glycemic index, meaning they don't raise your blood sugar too much. So uh, I eat peas and I usually eat tahini with them. Tahini is sesame seed and it's grounded up into a paste. And it also has a lot of protein good and a lot stuff. of good fat, omega yeah. fats. So I usually put that on there. And I don't use salt, but I use a salt substitute called potassium chloride. So it's basically potassium. It's called new salt. And I just sprinkle a little bit on to give it a little salty taste. Oh, if I want I've to. heard about that. Yeah. New salt and new salt. So that's what I'll eat for my first. I'll also put flax powder on it. 
Uh, flax this powder. is the peas. Yeah, with the peas. I'll put a little flax powder. Also good in protein, high protein, easy to digest. It's a seed. Sprouted would be better right now. I'm not getting sprouted, but I am going to switch to sprouted. Because if you sprout something, a seed or a nut, it allows it to be absorbed and di more digestible in your body. You mean sprouted peas? No, sprouted flax. Flax, yeah. okay. Seeds and, and nuts can be sprouted where do the peas come what peas are you using? i get trader joe's peas those little peas those little ones in I, the bag. I think they're the best tasting they peas. are so good yeah they are i eat them raw in my salad yeah they're good yeah they're I, so I mean good. i've tried a lot of different ones yeah i, I like those trader joe's little peas. i was, so I was thinking that because yeah. i was like if he's i bet the other thing i do is just pour hot water over them too if yeah. i if i don't feel like having them raw yeah yeah i just, I just pour hot water over them i do the same thing yeah. i just warm up a little hot water they and are then, good yeah and yeah. Then, yeah and so i do yeah i'm gonna try this because i love to Tahini. Yeah. I use tahini, tahini as a salad dressing all the yeah, time. Yeah, tahini is great. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. So that's one meal. And I do use coconut vinegar. It's a, it's like apple cider vinegar, but it's less acidic mm -hmm. and it's fermented and it's co has limine acids and it's just coconut vinegar. It has a nice taste. I drizzle sometimes some, uh, but it's not like a necessity. But those, those What's things. What's the portion? So it's, I use two bags of peas, two 16 ounce bags. So it's a 32 ounce bowl of peas. Okay. That's one, one bowl. So it's, you know, it comes out pretty big like that. And then I'll also have zucchini. I've tried a lot of different things as my second meal. Like I've tried broccoli, I've tried kale, uh, spinach. All are great. I don't dismiss. I think I tried the ones that have the highest protein for a vegan. So mm -hmm. kale, broccoli, and spinach are the three highest ones in protein uh, out of all the cruciferous vegetables. So they they have really high protein. So those are really good. But for me, my system said they're not right. So I I removed those. Then I went for carrots for a little while, but I wasn't getting the nutrients I wanted from the carrots. I removed carrots and I replaced it with zucchini. And so I, I steam, I warm up the zucchini, I steam it up a little bit and so it gets soft and I pour the tahini on there and it tastes amazing. My mom, a Lebanese dish my mom used to make would be, the, it was called kusa in Lebanese, where it's like a zucchini, they stuff it with rice and meat mm. and they put like a yogurt tahini paste on it. And it was really delicious. So it reminds me of that. So I don't know. So that's this again, there's like, that's just my second meal. And I, and I find that zucchini is a bit grounding, like potatoes. Mm -hmm. So I, I use that. And yeah, it's, it's easy like to digest. Comfort. Yeah, it's comfort. Yeah. I usually peel them because uh, there's something called lectins. So vegetables and fruits also have a, a defense mechanism that prevents that we're like they release something like a poison that so that we don't eat them. There's, in the skin. In oh, the so skin. You, that's why you peel them. I peel oh, them. Okay. Sometimes inside, but there's a lot of it in the skin. Mm -hmm. But they're called lectins. But they, some people... It's a whole thing, but some people think they're bad for you, but you should limit them. Some fruits and vegetables have more lectins than others. But so but basically just the idea that mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables have defense mechanisms kind of fascinating. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause, I mean, you know, everything needs yeah, to have a defense mechanism. Exactly. Like our skin is right. the first barrier. Yeah. So. And uh, I peel the skin also because even though they're organic, I still feel like a lot of stuff stays in the skin. So anything yeah. potato, I, I, I usually I'll also eat. Uh, Sweet potato, purple or, or uh, orange sweet potato, or, mm -hmm. because those are not high on a glycemic index and they're also pretty grounding and healthy. So once in a while, I'll steam those. But my normal meal is the peas and tahini bowl, and then I'll have the zucchini and I'll spiralize it. So I have a little spiralizer and I make it into noodles. Ask, yeah, yeah. I, I cut up some of it and I put some of it in noodles. So it's like a little dish with noodles and. Okay, yeah. I could do, I could get into this. Yeah, it tastes good. It I tastes eat really these good. things already. Yeah, I yeah. just want to try yeah. eating them this way. Yeah, and I sprinkle a little new salt, a little vinegar, and then it's good. You yeah. ready, Motown? <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. I so, think I think we should skip the fried fish today yeah. and have a people. <laughs> people. We we committed to the fried fish. Yeah, we committed to the fried fish. <laughs> let's, let's not do that.
I gotta stay true to my word. <laughs> yeah. So I used to eat also quinoa. I used to eat buckwheat. Those are all really high sources of proteins for vegans, lentils, beans. But again, I removed grains and I'm trying to go as fruits and vegetables as base as possible. And eventually I'll probably liquefy this maybe and drink it in a liquid form if I can. And then eventually go to one meal a day, one liquid meal a day, then eventually try to go breatharians and maybe a long time down the road, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, you said 10 years. So yeah, I already so, said I'm, yeah. I am going to put it on my calendar. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about getting <laughs> yeah. to the date. Right. I will You'll call in and check yeah. in with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my, my diet. Again, it's it's just what I eat based on what I, but I, like the point is that everybody has, knows what they should be eating and what's good for them and what they shouldn't eat. I think we, we, we battled, I battled lots over the years, back and forth between, you know, binge eating and not binge eating, eating sweets or not eating sweets, eating sugar, eating salt, all these things. It's been a battle, really. And, and I think what kept me going is the fact that I, I wanted to get to the point where my body felt super healthy. And I think that's the biggest thing about affirmations or law of attraction is that when you decide something, you plant that seed, like if you're planting it in the ground. It, it starts to grow. You just got to water it every yeah. day with, you know, your affirmations, your thoughts, your, your experiences, everything waters it. If you're having a bad experience, you're not putting, you know, it's, it's, it's like the experiment they did on, on plants and rice when they put them in separate containers and they would say uh, nice words to one plant, bad words to another plant and be indifferent to the other one. Same thing with rice in, in, in a container. And the ones that they, said, you know, uh, I love you or beautiful words to, they grew beautifully. And the ones they said harsh words to, they they didn't grow. They, they, they decayed. This is, you know, when we talk about how we're all connected. Yeah. Like we're all basically the same root system. Exactly. Because if you take a child and you say negative things to the child, yeah, it's not going to grow up to be a functioning adult. That's right. But yeah. you take another child and you say positive. I mean, yes, we're plants. So. For sure. <laughs> yeah so you know we grow based on what we say to each yeah. other you know say to ourselves to each other mm -hmm. so that's what's important what we say to our, our our family our friends everything to ourselves all those words matter you know and that's the law of attraction at work you know this is one like i'm constantly trying to be my best self every day yeah. do i hit the mark every day no 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 but i think by improving yourself yeah i want to be my best self every day because i want to treat other people properly exactly you know exactly um, so by improving yourself, it makes it easier to be that, like, what am I here for? Like, what is, yeah. what, what is my purpose here? Right. You know, it's right. like, if, if it's just to be a light in someone's day for five minutes, I'll take that. Yeah. But exactly. I can't do that if I feel like trash. Yeah. You can't help others until you help yeah, yourself. Yeah. I definitely yeah. don't want to cause harm to others. Right. So I think the way not to cause harm to others yeah. is not to cause harm to myself. Yeah. And they say the best kinds of manifestations are the ones that benefit you and everyone around you. Those are the real yeah. true kinds. When you when you make a decision and everybody around you benefits from it or is it's not hindered by it or you're not hurting anybody when Community, you're doing it. Community, you know, yeah. which is I know I know I probably didn't share this with our listeners, but actually I know you through pickleball, right. but Motown knows you through tennis. Right. And now you're part of the pickleball family. Yeah. And one of the things um, that I really love 
a pickleball is great, but one of the things I really love is the community. Yes. Because my during the pandemic, my community was dismantled. Like exactly. People I would see at the where I would go do ceramics, the people I would see where I would go do Pilates, all of that disappeared. Mm. And so this has been really nice to build a new community and to meet some amazing people. Daniel, you're amazing. Aww. And like what you're doing with your life is amazing and how the desire you have to spread that and share that with others yeah. is amazing. We yeah. this is definitely what you're doing speaks to being speaks to humanity, yeah. speaks to community. Yeah. And that's what we need more of. Like right. however people decide to do it. Some people are doing it through the kind of entertainment they provide. Right. Some people are doing it through the kind of lifestyle they're living and right. sharing that with others. Right. So, right. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all in this together. I we feel are. Like the knowledge is not for me. It's for all of yeah. us. You know? I think we've yeah. forgotten. We're yeah. all in this together. Exactly. Our skin color literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, just the all, wrapping that we come in. We're all living on this world together. Yeah. 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 It's, it's okay to help each other along. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need that that community thing. That. yeah they and it do. feels good to be part of it does yeah. since i started playing yeah. pickleball i feel so yeah. good you like know, i look for sundays are no longer i no longer have sunday scary yeah yeah i get up i go play pickleball i, I come home exactly. i take a nap exactly and then i get up and drive to yeah. irvine at 5 a.m yeah. yeah easy peasy yeah <laughs> they studied all the people around the world that are living over 100 and a lot of them the first thing they said what the reason their secret was community. Community. That's their secret yeah. to living long. Yeah. That's another thing that society has drilled into us. Yeah. It's the only thing we should be caring about is ourselves exactly. and our little people who sit around our dinner table. Exactly. I think of my community as the entire world. If mm -hmm. I'm on a bus, if mm -hmm. I'm on the number seven bus, then everybody on that bus is my community. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And yeah. I just, I don't understand how people don't intrinsically think that way. Right, right. I think it, we, we, we all deep down do, but we are programmed or, you know. It's we been ripped out of ripped us. Ripped out of us. Yeah. And, and completely covered with everything else that's, yeah. that's, you know, wrong or going on in the world. Yeah. This has been so fantastic yeah, been awesome. to like have a full on conversation with you yeah. and sit across the table from you and learn so much about you. I'm fascinated by the seven ingredients. Yeah. Definitely going to try out that people. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, yeah. So uh, I think basically, I think I touched on it a little bit, but I think the big, biggest message I have is that everybody has the ability to tap into their own greatness and bring that out into the world. I think you just have to literally make the decision and believe that you can do it. You know, if you watch the secret and you're like, Oh, I, I, the law of attraction is real. I can believe it. I can create it because I believe it. If you do that, you'll plant those seeds and that you'll, and you view water it every day. Like I was saying, it will grow and you'll become a different person. You know, even if you're having, you're in, you know, a bad part of your life or a bad time in your life, if you decide that, I think you can change it. And there's resources everywhere out there, free ones, paid ones, everything is available for us to get to that point where we can listen to our own selves, which tells us that we're all one, that we all should love each other. We should all be friends and help each other and that we shouldn't hurt anybody and that we can be, we, we deserve as much happiness as anybody else. Yes. You know? That's so important. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves that we deserve as much happiness as any. We are deserving. We are. We're deserving. We have to. Yeah. 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 I think you just have to make that decision yeah. that you, and then everything will, 
the world will shift and morph just like the molecules in that experiment. I want to see the molecule molecules yeah. in disarray. Like yeah. that. I yeah. want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I turn my head and I look back, yeah. I want to see them all wild right. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where can folks find you, Daniel? Uh, I have uh, uh, Instagram, which is spiritual Superman. Uh, something I actually forgot to mention is that I wrote two books when I was in Asia. Yeah. So I wrote one book about quitting smoking and uh my, my journey quitting smoking and i used some of the tools you know affirmations and stuff to help me to to write the book and i talked a lot about you know how you could gain some of the stuff i said like gain control of yourself to be able to control and then you know decide to quit and you know you can do that with anything in your life if you really want to and i wrote another book called well, what's my, the name of the book oh that one's called time to butt out time to butt out yeah it's oh, on that's Amazon. clever yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's on Amazon. And I also wrote another book called My Journey to Becoming the Spiritual Superman. Because I always, I was fascinated by spirituality, but I love the idea of, of Superman, which has all the powers and is yet still so humble and kind to everybody. That's my favorite thing about Superman is that he's just so powerful, yet he cares about everybody. Like the powers are great. Flying is all awesome. But I just love that about him. And that's why I, I, mean, I feel like that's what I want to be. And so I, I incorporated those two ideas, spiritual Superman. Spiritual Superman. Yeah. Speaking of Superman, do you have a favorite Superman? Movie? Yeah. Or if, if who played who, who play Superman? Oh, uh, ooh. I, I do like Christopher Reeve. I think he's amazing. <laughs> and I did like the, the last guy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah. I love the scene where he's coming out of the spaceship and his dad's giving him a speech and telling him he's different from everybody and starts to fly right. that first time. I think it was nicely made. Yeah. So, yeah. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, is, he was, he was he, amazing. Henry though. Cavill is great. He's great, yeah. But Christopher Reeve He is, like embodied it. He yeah. really did embody yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Uh, two books yeah. by Daniel. Yeah, so yeah, I have an Instagram. I also have an Instagram with my wife called Wake Up to Love. Wake Up to Love. Yeah, where we, you know, our idea is to, to show that, you know, you can if you can wake up to love that the idea is to wake up to love of yourself love of others so that's our like thing so we want to make our events wake up to love events and yeah so we're going to keep growing events and eventually uh from these little events we're hosting at, at uh, little places we're eventually we'll do them in maybe retreats or festivals mm -hmm. and do use a lot of the stuff that we've learned the breath work the, the sound healing the reiki you know all those different modalities that in the end are just to connect you to yourself to make you know help you heal and become the person you want to be. So, yeah. That um, the Osho meditation you do in four yeah. parts, like I can imagine that in a yurt. Yeah. Like a big yurt yeah. out in the woods. Right. Yeah. That would yeah. be so cool. Yeah. There's something like when you stop moving after that, the the, the dancing, you shake, dance, and then you sit. There's something about the stillness because you, you realize how much you've moved and then the stillness and all, the energy is like in you and it feels really, really cool. Yeah. And then you lay down for the sound bath and yeah. So it's really uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to yeah, yeah, check that it. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And where can we watch? You guys made a video. Yeah, that's on the Wake Up to Love channel. Wake Up to Love yeah, channel. Yeah, okay. that's on there. Yeah. Is that Instagram or YouTube? It's on Instagram. It's also Instagram on YouTube. Too. Okay. Yeah, Wake Up to yeah. Love. Yeah. All right. And what's your wife's name? Jamie. 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 Her name on Instagram is Ageless Beauty. She's Ageless uh, Beauty. she's really into anti-aging and she uses a lot of natural skincare, facial exercises. So she's trying to, you know, sh show that you can reverse your aging also through natural stuff, you know, same similar as me, you know, awesome. just to, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's great. Thank you, Daniel. This has been fantastic. Yes, this has been so fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really cool. And today talks. is Saturday and I get to see you tomorrow. Yeah, we get to play pickleball. <laughs> All right, Sippers, there's one last thing I want to share. 
Daniel is the final episode of season one. I want to say thank you to all of my guests who've been on season one with me and have taken me through my own journey of finally having a podcast. I also want to thank, most importantly, Motown Maurice, because this would not have been possible without him. He's an amazing producer. He's kept me motivated. He helped us get guests on the show. He's kept me focused, and he's really made me shine. So Motown, thank you. You're welcome. Season two. I don't have a date yet, but I'll keep you posted. And with that, folks, hit the subscribe button so you never have to miss a single episode of Sip and Chat Cafe.